Infobooflades is an unofficial podcast. All views expressed are our own, and we do not speak on behalf of the Minnesota State Fair. And now, on with the fun. Hello and welcome to Infobooth Ladies, a behind-the-scenes podcast about the Minnesota State Fair. We are your hosts. I'm Kristen. I'm Kathy. And I'm Margie. And our guest on the show today is Mary Bindewald, a baking and canning judge in the Creative Activities Building at the Minnesota State Fair. And Mary, oh boy, are we (laughs) real happy to have you here. (laughs) I've been trying since we started this podcast to land a baking good judge. I am thrilled to have you here. Well, I am happy to be here. Thank you. And I should mention that I got to talk to you on the phone a couple of times while we were setting up this meeting, and I feel like I've already gotten to know you. I feel the same way. And I've listened to all your podcasts. So I am excited to be part of one. Oh, great. Do you want to get us started? Oh, I'll get started. Mary, I I can't tell you how many questions I have. Mm -hmm. The first one is, I'd like to know about your background and how you came to be a judge. And I'm assuming this is a paid position working for the Minnesota State Fair. Yes. All of the judges are contract employees which means we're paid like by the number of days we work, okay. a, a rate per day. And that helps us stay independent. We have no influence by the fair for choosing winners or that kind of thing. We um, There's not a lot of turnover. So <laughs> we have the same judges often come back year after year. But How long have you been doing that? Uh, it's been about 11 years, I okay. think. A couple of years off for various reasons, but... 11 years. And I was, I'm going to call it recruited <laughs> by one of the home ec, um, friends that I have sure. who recommended me. Uh, qualifications are typically a degree in home ec and judging experience. I used to, as a 4-H'er, volunteer with judging as an assistant at the Wadena County Fair when I was a kid. Oh, sure. Oh, my gosh. So I have been working with judging at fairs since 1969. Wow. I looked it up last night. (laughs) (laughs) Was judging one of your 4-H... I don't know what they're activities called activities. Activities. That's yes. one because I know that they gear. Yes, kids are often invited to help with the judging and making notes, and and it's just such a good learning experience to listen to what the judges are looking for mm. and the comments they make, and yeah. you write them down and you learn along the way. Well, mm-hmm. it's sort of an apprenticeship kind of thing. It sounds like exactly. So, do you have the home ec degree? Yes. What did you do with it after you finished school? I um I went to the University of Minnesota, St. Paul, right by the campus. Well, the campus sure. is right by the, the fair, farm campus, fairgrounds. The farm campus. Farm campus. <laughs> yeah. And got my degree there. And then I went to work for Minnesota Power as a home economist. Up in Duluth? I was in Little Falls. Duluth is the main headquarters, but I was located in Little Falls, which okay. was called the Western Division. And I did a lot of uh, promoting of electric appliances. Uh, Microwave ovens were brand new. So I did (laughs) microwave demonstrations and I would go to schools. I would go to um, extension homemaker groups. Mm, Yeah. 
Kristen and Kathy may not remember life before microwaves. I, I definitely do. I do. <laughs> I do not. Yes. It was a big thing when oh, dad, mom she... and dad went to Sears to pick up our first microwave. It wow. kind of changed the world of cooking at home, didn't it? it? Did. Or at least reheating. Yes. My, my very first experience with a microwave oven was at the New York World's Fair oh. in 1965. <laughs> and it, it didn't work. I got this hot dog and they, they, I followed the instructions exactly and it wasn't hot. <laughs> Never dawned on me I could put it back in again. And give it more <laughs> We've learned. Yes. <laughs> yes. So when did you actually get started with the state fair? Right about when I retired <laughs> was when I, so I think around 2010 was about the first year that I was invited and I, yeah. <laughs> and I fell in love with it. And it was a little intimidating and a little <laughs> scary at imagine. first. And, you know, you want to do a good job. You want to, you want to be, I don't know, respectable. Of course <laughs> you want to, you, yes. And yet when you're the new person, you sometimes get these huge categories because it's kind of like a breaking in thing. Oh. <laughs> so you get the brownies. <laughs> Like a hazing? Cookies <laughs> and uh, <laughs> banana bread. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, had you, I want to know, did you enter anything over the years yourself as a competitor? I did not. I, I did some entries of other kinds of things, quilts, rugs at County Fair. Mm. Okay. Morrison County Fair, but I, did, I had not entered in the state fair. Had you gone to the state fair over the years? Oh, yes. <laughs> did I you have, win any state trip? State fair trips? I did. Oh, you did? I have been coming as a 4 hr to the state (laughs) fair. As a kid, I was in Wadena County. I brought a dress I made one year for clothing construction. I did a demonstration named Rice is Nice. I love it. That classic rice with cream of something soup. (laughs) And a chicken on the top. With a sprinkling of onion soup mix, mm-hmm. oh, fun. and that was that was a demonstration I did one year, and the ultimate was um, in 1972. I sewed a wool cape, and I was selected to the court of honor at the state fair. Wow! Which allowed me to submit an application for the 4-H Congress, oh. which I was chosen to do. Oh, oh. that's an honor! It was a real honor. And it really had an impact on me. Wow. I, it's, so I went to Chicago to Forage Congress that year. And wonderful. It was, it was wonderful. That is and how old were you at the time? So I was 18 at that point. Wow. I wonder how many listeners actually know that in the 4-H building, of all the, con- you know, the competitions of all the county fairs of the clothing that and mm. all and they do demonstrations there mm-hmm. yes and and there's it's such an opportunity for kids from rural minnesota yeah to come here and see what goes on and uh, and run free at that <laughs> point <laughs> I remember some of your other conversations of limited, you're not allowed to leave this block. Well, we'd get there and want to see it all. Yeah. It was really fun to see it all. That's great. So you submitted some clothing to the fair earlier on, but not big goods. I don't think I did. But one of my, uh, when I was going to the U, uh, food science were my favorite 
classes. Okay. So I took meat science and mm-hmm. regular food science, a couple couple courses on that. And it was just fascinating to me. Oh, Mary. An interest. My years in home ec, what I remember are biochemistry, <laughs> microbiology. <laughs> I remember those more painfully than I remember the meat yes. science courses. <laughs> yep. And that nutrition course can oh, get a golly. little long too, oh, memorizing vitamins and what each uh, yeah. one does. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Some of that's still way back in my brain. It was mm-hmm. a long time ago. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So you're coming with a lot of knowledge and experience in your role. Yes. Experience I mean, with judging, the degree right. with with access to credible resources too, because there are always questions that come up. There's there's food safety. Mm, okay. And that is one of our priorities to consider, especially with canning. Mm. We need to have food safety for well, us as tasting these yeah. things. Let's talk a little bit about, about the food safety first with the canning, because I know with the baked goods, there are a lot of requirements about mm. no cream, no cream cheese, no no this, that, or the other thing. How do you judge safety in canning? I mean, I think that would be mm. frightening to open <laughs> cans it, made by- Is a pop when you open it? That's a big one. <laughs> that is the first thing we check is the seals. Yep. Okay. Yep. Always check the seals first, and I just <laughs> yep. walk around and tap the top of each jar to make sure they're sealed. Yeah. We also evaluate when we open the seal how difficult it is. It shouldn't be totally easy to remove that. It should have that little sound when you yes. open up a can. But you're not talking pop. about the rim. You're talking about the actual the lid. lid. Yes. Yeah, the okay. Lid. Yeah. Right. Okay. And we also have a food science person from the U who comes with a pH meter, where oh, if we have a question, we can look at the acidity because there are acidity levels oh. that are recommended and required for safe processing. Mm. And so we can look at that if it's questionable. Wow. If we see something that like milky, we some milky think, yes, milky, milky yeah. foamy, um, discoloration, mm. various things, we can eliminate that. Yeah. Does that, that happen exhibit. often or not very often? Yeah. And we also look at the processing times. Those are required oh, to be really? put really? the processing method and time. Either a hot wash or right. Or pressure canned or yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And so we look at those. We have reference books from the university that are that give the times in the ball cookbook. Sure. We use as a reference, the state of Georgia Extension Service has very good um, times and and a book that we use as a reference book. Okay. Hmm. So I, you know, when I think of canning, I always think of jams and jellies because that's what I make. Mm -hmm. But what other things are you? Lots of pickles. (laughs) Oh, sure. And we've added more sauces so what, we what kind of sauce? We have barbecue sauces oh. and uh, relishes. Mm. Um, we have hot sauces <laughs> and regular, and we have one judge who is our hot judge. <laughs> Somebody who can take it, right? <laughs> right, right. And we also have uh, palate cleansers to oh, use along the way to to help. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's a pretty fine-tuned process that we go through. 
Well, now for the canning, I mean, again, I want to get to baked goods later, but for the canning, when does the judging actually occur? Canning is brought in on a Saturday and Sunday, and I'm not usually involved with that. Okay. But we as judges show up on Monday morning. And so this would be like 10 days before the fair starts. Okay. The people bring in two jars, one to be opened and judged oh, that, wow, and one that. for display. Wow. Okay. So that's why we can do it early because mm. that display jar is sealed just like it would be at Never home. Never opened. And not getting moldy. That's right. It doesn't get moldy. <laughs> now, are names associated with anything or is everything by number? Everything is by number for the judges. There are names that are associated with a number, but we do not see those as judges. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's a blind judge. Blind, blind judge. Mm-hmm. Yes. And the assistants, the clerks that we have can cross-reference to make sure. We all we want to make sure everything gets judged and it accurately gets recorded sure. whose it mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. and what placings there are and and we want the evaluation sheets to go in the right jar. So we are meticulously watching mm. to make sure we're first taking care of those jars so we don't drop anything. Oh gosh. So we're trying <laughs> yeah. to be, treat these like they were our <laughs> our own <laughs> and then um attaching the notes so that we can we can see the processing and uh an exhibitor number mm-hmm. that's been assigned. Mm-hmm. And so when people bring them in, we have teams that take them in. They come from the contestant. They get put into, we're on a table. We have just rows and rows of tables with all of the numbers on them. One jar goes on the judging table. Another one goes in the other room. Mm. And then we cross-reference them with the sheets that we get from the competition office. A lot of people will register for more than they actually bring. Hmm. Really? We took in 2,116 exhibits in the three and a half hours of baking intake. And that's just baking. That's just baking. There were 3,194 pre-registered. So we typically get in about two-thirds of what pre-registered. We have teams... Two people, a judge and a clerk typically, or two two workers um, doing intake. At, we have, I don't know, 15, 16 stations. Hmm. And we have little paddles that we put up when we're ready for the next person. <laughs> and you know where the line comes in? Oh, we do. Yeah. That long line that we see as we're walking <laughs> in. And so the people come in, get their cards at the, at the desk, and then they look for one of those paddles and get directly directed to us. Mm -hmm. And then we take in what they have. And then we have what are called runners, which are the people who bring them to the right table. Mm. So then they get the exhibit gets handed back carefully. Sometimes they'll put it on a a rolling rack if if need be, Mm. but sometimes they get carried. And so they bring everything to the right table. And then, um, then we get a sheet for that exhibit when we're ready to start. So we have a coordinator who hands us, you know, you're doing banana bread. Then we start filling out our judging sheets and we put the scoring there and comments. And then those those scoring sheets 
go to another table where it used to be Arlen and Arlene. <laughs> and, and if you saw them coming, you knew you added wrong. Oh. And you were going to have to get that fixed. So we'd kind of duck and hope it wasn't us if we saw them coming our way carrying some of those. So we double check our math. Yeah. <laughs> There's still times when it we happens. Would, yeah. So if that something looks wrong with that, it comes back to you and you redo it. <laughs> so there's or, a lot of checks and balance through the whole, the whole there process. There are a lot That's of checks great. and balances. Giving everybody a fair shake. Uh, yes. I, I suppose from year to year, it's going to vary. I mean, just even a category. So your banana bread with nuts. One year, do you have like 20 entries and another year, 30? It can or, be. Yes. And what yes. would be sort of average? I mean, are there a lot of entries in um, each category? Some are really popular, and if you look at which categories have those, like with nuts, with frosting, without <laughs> frosting, those are the usually the biggest categories, okay. and then we try and make them smaller okay. by putting those variables in, okay. chocolate chip cookies, <laughs> and some of those, and yet then there's some categories that will just have four or five entries. Oh my goodness. But we don't always give ribbons to all of those. Mm. If they don't meet the criteria, they don't, we don't place them. So, so you, we write notes about that too. Okay. You must be taking really small tastes yes. of everything because there's yeah. so many things that yes. are entered. When we have a category that has a lot of entries, we actually only score 25. Okay. And so usually by sight, Mm. We eliminate the above 25. Oh, wow. So if you've got 50 chocolate chip cookies with nuts, right? you're going to just score right. 25. And right. So but you're you looking at all 50. We're looking, looking at, at all 50. And then we mark on their tags that they were eliminated with the over 25 mm. okay. criteria. But they're still judged. And, and sometimes yeah. we put notes on them. Uh, sometimes a note will say it's in the wrong category. You shouldn't have nuts in this one. Uh, or, okay. or sometimes we will, um, by sight, you know, if they're not uniform, if they're not um, correctly sized, if there's yeah. two instead of four, yep. that kind raw. of thing. Or they look <laughs> raw or yeah. they're burnt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or, yeah. And then sometimes by tasting them too. We can eliminate some. There, mm. unfortunately, are times when somebody accidentally puts salt instead of sugar, <laughs> oh, oh my which God. is sad, but it happens. I'm sure. And <laughs> using fresh ingredients is really important. If we can smell like rancidity of butter oh, sure. or old flour, they might get eliminated for yeah. that. Yeah. Wow, yeah. It's and it, I would never think about the smell of flour. Yeah. You know, wow. And when you when you start getting really picky, which is what you do <laughs> you at the state be. fair, <laughs> and you have to look yeah. at everything. You have to separate the best from the rest. <laughs> when you eat the with the jelly, do you put it on like something or oh, do you yeah. just eat the We we um we have tiny little spoons and we have a lot of plates. We have some clear plates, we have some um just plastic or 
plates. And so we take scoops out, no double dipping. (laughs) So we take scoops out and put them on a plate. I like the clear ones for the jellies because, again, you oh, hold them up and look, and look for the clarity. And you, when you can see through the plate, you can mm-hmm. see through the jelly mm-hmm. to make sure it's it's clear. And then we sample from that. Mm. So do you put it on anything? or I mean, no, like, like, like just, a cracker or nothing like that? No, just plain. So is there more than one judge for each category? So say raspberry jam. Does one judge judge all the raspberry jam or are there two people? One judge per category. Okay. Until (laughs) we get to the um, sweepstakes. Oh, Oh, yeah. Sweepstakes are the best of the best. Okay. And they often have special prizes associated. More than $6. (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> and um, sometimes, um, you know, they're sponsored by different companies and that kind of thing. But the sweepstakes are the best of the best. And we always have three judges do okay. mm. any sweepstakes. In canning, there aren't a whole lot. There are, um, I think, jams and jellies are even combined. And then pickles would be a different category. Sure. That kind of thing. But... Um, in baking, there are many, many yeast breads and sweet breads and quick breads. And mm-hmm. and I think the biggest category is cookies, where there are cookies and bars. There are 21 different categories. Oh, wow. wow. So I have done some of the coordinating of the sweepstakes in, in baking. And so it means watching for every one of those 21 categories to be done and then bringing the top from each of those 21 to a table Hmm. and then finding three judges who (laughs) come over and evaluate all of them. And so we have, we have these little rules, like you can't eat a whole cookie, (laughs) no matter how good it is. (laughs) People bring four cookies and we need one for display. We need one for in case they're part of the sweepstakes. Oh, okay. We need, we need to keep some. So that's why I wondered why they decided you needed four cookies or four brownies. Yes. And of course, everybody wants to taste that champion, that sweepstakes winner. And because it looks good, it tastes good. It it's the best of the best. <laughs> yeah. It is good. But that that is part of the process, too, where we we know what we need to do and how it all needs to come together. And I bet that's it's a very busy day, I bet. It is busy. Yeah. It is really busy. So, so yeah, judges get assigned categories. Um, and how many judges are there? I mean... That's one of my questions. Oh, oh. <laughs> hold tight on that. So hold tight there. Okay. Yes, we'll get to that. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, and we each get assigned a category, and sometimes it's something you love, and sometimes maybe not your favorite thing. Really, but <laughs> that'd be harder. Yeah, but we do it, and it's a teamwork thing. We we all pitch in and do what we're asked to do. Okay, and mm-hmm. it all. It all comes together. So you said the newbies get assigned to the bigger, like brownies, that sort of thing. Very often, that's how it turns out to be. (laughs) So now that you have some tenure, what kind of categories do you do? 
I love doing pies. Yeah. I love doing pies. (laughs) And this year I'm especially excited because um, peach melba is the variable pie. And that's one of my very favorites. Is it really? (laughs) My daughter's been talking, my daughter Kathleen has been talking about that category. Mm -hmm. But she's looking at, it's fun. Mm, It's fun mm -hmm. for her to look at all kinds of different recipes and how can I do this and how can I combine it and how can I make it my own? Yeah. Right. Experimenting with the the proportions of the, the spices that go in with it. And the proportions of the peaches and the raspberries yeah. and what crust works best with exactly, them. Exactly, yeah. I've never All had a peach melba pie, is it? Oh, delicious. Delicious? The, the hardest part with it is the peaches and raspberries get very juicy. Mm-hmm. And it, peaches especially. And so getting that filling to be the right... Consistency. Consistency. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and because, I bet you have to adjust to the the types of peaches you're using. I mean, I mean, like the how ripe they are, that kind of thing, the humidity exactly. in your house, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, do you use right. Colorado peaches versus <laughs> exactly? Yeah, yes. So if you're a, a judge in the pie category, are you are you doing all of the pies, or are you? There are three categories of pies. Okay. There's um, always apple. There's always creative apple, and then there's one that they vary each year. <laughs> And so this year, that is the Peach Melba. And so there will be three different judges doing each of those. And then there will be a sweepstakes, which will get three different judges mm. to oh. come over and look at the the, the top best of each of, each of those anonymous, three. Nobody knows whose pie nobody is. Nobody knows whose pie it is. Yeah. <laughs> what does creative apple mean? <laughs> um, a lot of times it's apple combined with something else. Okay. Or um, I'm I'm thinking of the winner from not last year but the year before was a um, apple cranberry pie, mm. and just beautifully done. Pies mm-hmm. are also tricky because there's so many different pieces. You can't the top has to look good. Yeah, the middle has to be the right consistency and the right. And the bottom has to come. be done. And the bottom, <laughs> no soggy bottoms. <laughs> We joke about that, but it's but real. But it's true. It's, it's true. true. It's if anybody true. who's made a pie. Yes. So we're so looking true. at the bottoms. Oh, and are you really? Yes. And <laughs> flipping pieces over sometimes to to poke at it with a fork to see that it's flaky. Wow. So it's just one day. I mean, that you do all, I mean, it's. we The baking is, we start after lunch. So like two o'clock. On Saturday, we usually end up going till six or eight on Saturday night because there's just certain things like the pies we want to get done the first day. Right, mm, right. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, we do have soggy bottoms. <laughs> <laughs> we cut out a piece and remove it from the pan, but we're looking at the whole pie and then we we do the tasting out of that piece. We always have to preserve enough for the display sure. because... We are all in our training told repeatedly, <laughs> displays matter. Yeah, yeah. And so with each item, we know exactly what we need to do for the display. And with that, I can tell you a horror story of a mistake I made. <laughs> oh, no. I was judging white layer cakes. And I, because I didn't want to cut too far in, cut too far out oh. to get a wedge and judged it 
And then the display people were cutting and brought it back to me and said, you might want to take a second look at this because the center was totally undone. (gasps) Oh my. And the frosting was this, you know, like two inches deep in the center to fill the hole because the cake had sunk. (laughs) And I was horrified. Oh no. And so I have been the example ever since (laughs) in the training of... Cut all the way to the middle. Oh, my god! Whether it's a pie or a cake or a bunt, whatever. (laughs) So that one got rescored. Did it really? (laughs) We moved on, but it was embarrassing. You know, if that's the worst that happened, though, that that's not too yes. bad. <laughs> the greatest fear is dropping something. I was going to say, if you, oh, you yeah. drop a jar, yes. and well, you can't really judge that one anymore. I love walking around the building during the fair and just listening to people. People oh, talk. Oh, yeah. When we first started, there were not names associated with exhibits on the on the cookies especially and some of the bars mm-hmm. even and, on display during the fair you mean yes okay. and so people would go looking for their cookie and exactly there's a there's pride <laughs> that goes with that yeah, yeah. you need to find your cookies and have your neighbors and friends yeah. be able to find your cookies and so now we have names with each of them that's nice and they're put on trays and that was one of the last jobs that I did at the fair last year before leaving was getting these trays of cookies mm-hmm. and arranged with names three and, yep. and yeah with a name on them. And Does everyone get displayed that's entered or just the ones that are top? Cookies, everyone gets displayed. Okay. Pies are one of the few things that don't all get displayed. And it's just because they don't hold up through the fair. Yeah. yeah. Well, or, there's or not how enough many, room. Yeah, really. I was going to say, how many yes. entries do you get? Yeah. We have a new refrigerated display that or display case that came in with through a donation a wonderful Mm. donation that we really needed Mm. last year and that has been wonderful to do more and preserve things Mm. but pies we still take pictures of every pie Mm -hmm. so there are photos of each that Mm -hmm. get displayed and then we freeze the winners we put them in the freezer actually and then they they do get displayed Mm. okay the display case, I mean, if they're dropping off the Saturday before the fair, I mean, those things have to last more than two weeks. Yes. Yeah, and we have special people that do the displays mm. and they know what they're doing. I, I would not want to be in front of all those <laughs> jars of <laughs> a wall of canning you know, that jars. Light shining through in the back. And, yeah. 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 And it's a gorgeous display. So pretty. Yeah. It's yeah. so treacherous to be setting jars up there. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't want to do that either. I wouldn't want yeah. that either. <laughs> High pressure. Yeah. Right. And we you're doing do all this judging in the creative activities building, yes. which is not air conditioned. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and this is August. Yeah. And it's so <laughs> unpredictable. Yeah. Some years it's cold. Some years it's damp. We also, as part of our instructions before we start, we hear about, okay, this has been a really humid year. Mm. We're going to have... More cineresis on the jams, which is moisture that separates on the top. Oh. We're going to have flour that's absorbed more moisture, so mm. that may affect some of the breads. You know, we talk about those things before we start, too. Oh, wow. Uh, you're getting into the science <laughs> of uh, there's, food. There's a bit of chemistry you and bet. science that goes in, yes. 
How many days are you judging? The canning gets done in two days. Okay. On that Monday and Tuesday after the entries. Baking, we start Saturday afternoon. We judge all day Sunday. And we typically go into Monday. Sometimes it's a full day. Sometimes it's part of a day. But not Tuesday. So you're judging Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Right. Okay. Would you say do most people enter one item or more than one item? I think it's probably half and half. Sure. The the people who are um, driven to, <laughs> to win bring more and more. Yeah. And some people just specialize in one thing and mm-hmm. they are just working on that. Yeah. There's also a Supreme Baker Award. Oh, which is the most points from all the different categories, the most uh, their points for each oh, first, second, third. Yeah. yeah. And so the people who are out for that award <laughs> bring in a lot of things. And so they are in that. They're entering a lot of categories to get as many points accumulated as they can. Yes. Huh. Yeah, I've looked at that and I thought, well, you got to be a little compulsive to really. (laughs) (laughs) And some of those people bake things ahead of time. Yeah. Because uh, to do all of that the night before or even two days before is just about impossible. Do people ever bring in things frozen? Like, I'm. Yeah. Sometimes they do. Yeah. Is that a and mark against them or? Not necessarily because by the time we judge it, they thought out. <laughs> yeah. Can you can you tell? Sometimes you can because uh, they're a little more dry on the outside okay. or they have moisture condensing on the oh, outside sure. sometimes of the bag or the oh, I container. See okay. in. The Blue Ribbon Group does a special contest. Now, what what is the Blue Ribbon Group? Explain that. The Blue Ribbon Group is an outside group, but they work with the fair. Okay. So they work with the competition office to come up with these categories. They are an organization that goes out and finds sponsors for different um, contests. And then they also do a lot of promoting. For the sweepstake winners. Uh, No, it is special contest only. And so they usually have higher prizes. Uh, like there's a Splenda one this year for a chocolate dessert contest with a $200 first mm-hmm. prize. Mm. So, and it's sponsored by Splenda. United Healthcare is doing a healthy cookie contest, $200 prize. Mm. And Kowalski's <laughs> Markets is doing the citrus cake. Right. And that has a $100 gift card as a prize. Yep. Did you say healthy cookie? Yeah. I've, healthy I've... cookie. <laughs> Is there such a thing? Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, have you ever, this is a stupid question, but have you ever encountered like somebody trying to sneak in a professional, mm-hmm. like a pre, like, uh, oh, yeah. like oh, a sweet Martha a professional cookie? baker, but somebody, uh, like a, a sweet commercial product. Like a, yeah. Like a, did somebody sneak in a sweet Martha cookie, you know, yes. to see. Uh, yeah. Or, you like burn your batch of cookies that day, just swing through cub to right. save face or something like that. It happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. <laughs> It happens. Yeah. Really? Sometimes we catch them. Sometimes oh. we might not. Oh, I'm... my goodness. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> okay. I had to ask. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's good. I mean, have you ever taken a bite of something and just been like, oh, dear. Yes. <laughs> it's coming right back out again oh, because no. some things, 
the like a rancid butter oh, or oh, nuts yeah, that yeah, yeah. are oh, too old. Yeah. It it's how it's could people sad. not recognize that? They don't I mean, know the smell. That what's the difference? Maybe that's always well, they yeah, always but if you, maybe yeah. who knows? But if you bake something, you're going to taste it before you submit it. You would well, you except would unless it's a pie or a so. cake. But I mean, if you're making yeah. cookies yeah. or bars, we have also found every now and then, not very often, oh, but no. a bug or Ooh. a worm yeah. in a canning in a pickle jar. Yeah, and happens, so. yeah, and but you get a. Feel for what you're looking for, and you. <laughs> mm-hmm. We don't taste that one necessarily. <laughs> it's so not a protein. Uh, that's we, right. It's, it's not, not a protein, protein evaluation. <laughs> yes. Oh dear. So I made a list of what makes a winner. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I have several things here. First, that standard of identity. It has to look like what it's and be what it's supposed to be. <laughs> if it if it says chocolate chip cookie, it needs to be a chocolate chip cookie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and fresh ingredients that we talked about, that is really important. Um, winners finesse their recipes and techniques. Practicing. <laughs> practicing, getting them the right size and shape. Yeah. And, so the cookies have to be a certain diameter sometimes yes there's a there's too big and that's <laughs> yep. in the in the rules again mm. on what size they need to be i think is it four inches or less something or like three that. inches or less something like that so another one is following directions for that category and overall that those front couple pages yes. on yeah. who can enter what how to enter what they need to be and it's aware that if you've won twice you can't Yes. So. Yes. And there, I might not have those details accurate, but mm-hmm. read the directions and know those things. Yeah. And then another one, great attention to details, the size, the shape, the evenness, mm-hmm. the, um, you know, four identical cookies yeah. or bar squares <laughs> or whatever. Mm-hmm. They've all heard all. my tale of woe about my cream to mint brownies. <laughs> I was just in too big a hurry. I mean, and I even read the rules. I knew the rules. But if you're in a hurry, yeah, you lose some of that precision. <laughs> you lose a few points and I that did. can make all the difference. I came in third place. <laughs> <laughs> and then another thing that people often do is to specifically enter in categories where they know there aren't as many entries. Oh. oh. As a strategic move. As a strategic move. Uh-huh. Do you want to give us a hint <laughs> as to which categories don't have as many people um, <laughs> or as many entries? I can tell you which ones to avoid. Okay. Yeah. Too much competition. Um, chocolate chip cookies, banana bread. Um, we had a lot of the artisan breads hmm, last you year did. a real lot of them hmm. and the gluten-free has grown a lot pies are there's always a lot of pies <laughs> <laughs> to a certain extent judging is subjective it has to be it has to be yeah and we try to be as much focused on those standards of identity Mm. as possible but they're they're uh, brownies are a good example there are cake 
like brownies and there are the mm. ooey gooey mm-hmm. um, brownies. And I remember asking that first year, mm-hmm. what, do we have a preference of which kind? No. Whoever does the best at whichever one they do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Was the answer, and that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. You have to do it well. You have to have the right amount of chocolate. It has mm-hmm. to be blended in well. The fresh ingredients again and all of those things. Yeah. It has to work. Yeah. I, I could never enter. Number one, I just don't have the patience. I'm not a baker. So you never have to worry about <laughs> tasting any of my stuff. But I have started following some people on Instagram who enter. And now, ah. I'm, you know, I know Margie's daughter. And um, the stress involved of that morning, <laughs> yes. I can't, like, it gives me anxiety just thinking about it. Yeah. I mean, you have to be made of some strong stuff. To- <laughs> like, yes. Or your stove doesn't work. Yeah. Oh, my God. The- Right. All the things that could go wrong. We had one person who's entered year after year and her mixer broke like oh, the day before that. Oh my gosh. And I I just can't imagine that kind of thing. The yes, stress the that stress. goes with it. I, I don't need that much stress in my life <laughs> yes. at this point. I feel the same way. <laughs> so baking for fun, yeah. much better. Yeah. But, you know, God bless the people who can do it. I, exactly. It's incredible. And there are people that love it mm-hmm. and who are willing to try new things and work at it to perfect them. Yeah. We're grateful for them. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. the more exhibitors, the better. Oh, it sure. It just enhances the whole fair. Mm-hmm. For all of us. For all mm-hmm. of us. It really does. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, so um, our first segment is called Hallowed Tradition or Bizarre Ritual. So tell us something that you have to do every year at the fair. When I'm coming to judge, my bizarre ritual is <laughs> I watch, I love watching the fair come alive yeah. each day. Yeah. Each day that's closer to the fair, there's more activity, there's more people. It gets harder to park. (laughs) All of those things contribute. But what I do is morning and night, typically, I will stop and take a picture of the big Ferris wheel going up. Oh, yeah. Oh. Because it's, it's goes up by stages. The first, the first day the trucks are there (laughs) and then it's unloaded and then the base is there and then the spokes start going on. (laughs) And by the time I leave the, they're just putting the final touches on it and the lights sometimes are on (laughs) to probably check how it works. But it's kind of weird, but (laughs) that's what I do. I love that. (laughs) Totally. And it, but otherwise too, just watching that the people come Mm -hmm. and the, Buildings get opened up mm-hmm. and dropping things off and setting up and it just the watching it come alive. Thing, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Watching what, it come alive. One of the things I watch are the right by our booth, uh, you know, there's like a souvenir stand. Okay. And I love to watch that guy progress. And then once the stuffed animals are out, it is go time. Like it'd be like, oh my right. god, the bear is here. That's when you know it's ready. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
Um, okay, and then our second segment is Stump the Info Booth Lady. So what do you have that you can stump us with? So what I want to ask is, how many judges do you think mm-hmm. there are for baking? Just for baking. Just for baking. Now remember, 2,116 exhibits, Jeez. and we judge Saturday afternoon, evening, Sunday, and we're done on Monday. Okay. So she told us one judge per category, right? Yeah, but they might do more than one category. Right, right. Yeah, I think there were 50-some categories. No, more than I'm going to go with five. For baking? Five mm-hmm. judges. Mm-hmm. I am going to say... Nine. <laughs> and I was going to say a dozen. Uh, last year, I counted 18. Whoa. And that they aren't all there each day because right. some have availability some days and not others. 18. That 18. sounds good. Wow. So that's a lot. So more than 2,000 things to taste and 18 people. I mean, that's a <laughs> lot of tasting. It still means going through a lot of exhibits. Yeah. Yes. A lot of Alka-Seltzer. And, and a lot of paperwork. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I bet. <laughs> It's just fun. It yeah, really is. Fun. If I wasn't working on day one at nine o'clock when they opened that building, that is where I would be just to watch people come in and see, you know, their reactions. The, yeah. And yeah. Oh, a lot of folks, I think, are there the yes. first day just so they can check how yes, they did. Yeah, they did. Yeah. They post the winners uh, right outside the office. Mm-hmm. But going to see that display. Yeah. I mean, seeing that ribbon is fun. Yeah. <laughs> seeing that ribbon. Mm-hmm. And challenges are good for all of us. Mm hmm. You know, I didn't think about that, but you're right. Mm -hmm. It's a challenge. Can I get this right? Can I make it better? It's fun. It's fun. If you love baking, anyhow, Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. fun. Yes. And then you add that to that camaraderie. Mm -hmm. And as you have the repeat people that come back Mm -hmm. that you see, it's fun. Yeah. So you say part of the Minnesota nights truly is being in the line, waiting to go mm-hmm. in and talking to everybody else. Yes. What did you make? Mm-hmm. It, it's just fun. And the fair itself is so good for bringing everybody together. Yeah. I love that great Minnesota get together yeah. theme because, because that's what it is. Mm-hmm. We, we know we have differences. We know we have mm-hmm. all kinds of sadness in the world, Mm -hmm. all kinds of problems, but that is a chance to come together, enjoy each other's company, find what we like, because there is something for everyone Mm -hmm, there, mm -hmm. for everyone. Yeah, it is a quintessential state fair. You know, it's just a part of the whole experience. Yeah. I spend a lot of time just bragging about it to people (laughs) all over. Good for you. Well, thank you so much for joining us. This yes, has been really, really so fun. Much. Mary, thank I really you. enjoyed thank you for talking inviting with you. Me. Oh, yes. It's very educational. <laughs> very fun. And yeah. if you think of other questions, don't hesitate to ask. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. And I'm going to look for you at the fair. Okay. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> yes. We'll be there. Because we're the Info Booth Ladies. The Info Booth Ladies. In sun or rain. For all 12 days of the greatest get-together in Minnesota State. The Info Booth Ladies. The Info Booth Ladies. For any questions.
question when you need direction we'll get you on your way because we're here for that and there's probably a map for that far better than an app for that say it with me you need Kristen and Kathy and of course Yeah.